Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And today, what I'd like to talk about is capitalizing on your personal business experiences. So how to make money from the things that you've gone through as an entrepreneur. So often when I do consultations and different mentoring sessions with people that book with me, by the way, if you are interested in booking a consultation or a mentoring session with me, those services are available on my website at www.badchickhair.com. That is B as in boy, A, D as in David, C, H, I, C, K, H, A, I, R.com. And go ahead and book either option or both. And I'd be more than happy to work with you. But back to what I was saying, I get so many people that ask, how can I make more money for my business? How can I make more money as an entrepreneur? And one of the ways that you can do that is by capitalizing on your personal business experiences, what you've gone through, what you've learned, uh, what you wish you would have learned, um, what you would do differently next time, and different things like that. So a lot of times people don't really realize the value of journey. You'd be amazed of how many people whether your business journey went as you planned or not, are still inspired by the fact that you went for something that they wouldn't, that you moved toward your dreams. And they're wondering, well, how can I do that? How do they overcome this fear? How do they overcome this obstacle? How are they able to even get their feet wet with this? So today I'm gonna talk about some ways and benefits on capitalizing your personal business experiences. And I'm also gonna talk about how, how we can do that. So if you are interested in this podcast, be sure to go ahead and stay tuned. Share the podcast on your social media platforms if you can. Also, you can share the podcast via text messages, DMs. You can also turn the podcast on when you're in the car with a family member or friend. Um, and I'm going to give you a moment to go ahead and do that, share it in whatever way that you feel is going to be the most beneficial. Again, like I say in a lot of different podcast episodes, sharing the episodes not only helps the podcast grow, but it helps more entrepreneurs find inspiration, motivation, and also it helps put a spotlight on the entrepreneurs that have already been on this podcast uh, it, it helps to promote their business. It helps to tell their story. So if you can, go ahead and let's continue to empower people through entrepreneurship with collective participation. So I'll be right back. I'll give you a moment to go ahead and share the podcast and we'll get started in just a few moments. All right. All right, so I'm back. And today, again, we're talking about capitalizing on your personal business experiences. So the first thing that I wanna talk about is people will pay for your story. So when I first opened my salon, I did not know, and I've mentioned this in some other videos on my YouTube channel at Brittany Bundles. I've also mentioned this on this platform in some different podcast episodes that I truly did not know how the venture would go which is very common for a lot of entrepreneurs. No matter how much we plan, no matter how much we dream, no matter how much we have step-by-step -step goals and ideas on how to reach those goals, there are going to be times that we may find ourselves falling short 
or we may find ourselves taking a different turn that we didn't anticipate or we may find ourselves starting something and it not turning out how we anticipate it. I'm not the only one that's, that has experienced an outcome like that. And to be honest, if you do research and look at statistics, a lot of entrepreneurs have had different business ventures that they've started and not all of them flourished how they anticipated that they would. And they kept going. But the point is, with my personal story, when I started my salon, I could have decided when I decided that it was no longer going to be something that I was going to, to continue with, I could have decided to just go ahead, close it and continue moving on with something else. I didn't owe anyone an explanation necessarily. I didn't sign a contract where I had to give someone a rundown of why I decided no, to no longer run a salon. But because how my heart is, and also because I am a true advocate of testimony and journey, I felt that it was appropriate for me to share why I decided to pivot my business, why I decided to stop a certain business venture and start a different process. And to my surprise, people were intrigued with my story. My YouTube channel started to grow. The amount of people reaching out to me via email started to grow. My sales started to grow on my website. And overall, people wanted to know more about my story. How did you find a building to lease or to rent out? How did you find stylists to work in your salon? How much was uh, your rent? People asked, how much did you pay the stylist? How much was booth rent? People also asked, was insurance required? Do you have to have insurance on the stylists that were working in the salon? People asked a lot of questions. How did you store your inventory? How did you break your lease early? How much money did you invest to go into business? So although, like I said before, I went into business thinking that it was going to be a long-term career for me. I thought that I was going to be in the salon for years and years and years to come. And it didn't turn out that way. But people were still willing to pay for my story. And like I've said in some other YouTube videos, money is not my only motivation. Money should not be your only motiva motivation because there are gonna be times more than likely with your entrepreneurial career where you're not constantly receiving consistent money and there has to be something else that keeps you fulfilled enough and interested enough to continue on with your journey so that you can see the results that you're aiming for if it's something that you're still wanting to do. But no matter how the results turned out, people still wanted to know certain things that went well and certain things that did not go so well. Either those people were intrigued, just wanted to know, caught their attention, or they were maybe interested in starting their own salon and wanted to know things to do and things not to do. Maybe they were helping out a friend that had a salon. Who knows? But I say all of that to say that a lot of times we start different ventures and because they don't end up how we expect them to end up, we get embarrassed. We get too embarrassed to share the journey with other people. 
people will pay for what you've gone through. That's why so many people are able to make money from their experiences through an ebook. That's why podcasts are popular, one of the reasons, because people are able to share what they've gone through in certain scenarios. So don't ever downplay the importance and the value of what you've gone through because it can help somebody else, because it can bring inspiration to someone else. Even though it didn't turn out how you anticipated, there's still value in what you went through. Especially, especially if you're able to look at what you've gone through, analyze it, and see, okay, well, this is what I would have done differently, and this is what I would recommend doing if I had to do it again. That helps people. Second thing I want to point out is no matter how your journey ended, there's power in the fact that you made it through. So this is something else that I really want to talk about just for, just for a moment here. Sometimes we get caught up again in the fact that, okay, wow, I'm embarrassed. I feel ashamed that I talked about this business idea, that I invested this money, that other people invested with me and it did not work how I intended it to work. Not realizing that it took strength to actually make it through. In order to come to the other side of the business venture, in order to be able to talk about it and to share your testimony and your experiences, you've had to at least come past it to talk about it in the pretense form. To talk about your testimony, to talk about what you've gone through, you have to have had to gone through it, which means you're on the other side. Doesn't mean that everything's perfect. Doesn't mean that you don't have any consequences or any residuals from the experience, but it means that you're still standing, that you're still able to talk about it, that you're still able to help others. So there is power in your ability to continue to move forward. Not everybody can do that. There are some people that get knocked down and stay down, unfortunately. But how I look at life is, it's not about necessarily focusing on how many times you fail or what didn't go as you planned, but how you continue to get back up and make it work. Even if it's not making that exact business venture work, you're still making it work in the sense that you're still moving forward, you're still thriving, you're still allowing your creativity to produce content and ideas, you're still setting forth different expectations for your business, you're still finding fulfillment in what you're doing, you're still able to make connections with other people, you're still able to solve problems and find solutions, and even though the life that you anticipated may not be your current reality, you're still moving towards it. That didn't break you. There's power in that. More of us need to share how what we've gone through, even if it embarrasses us, didn't stop us and how we were able to overcome. Because a lot of times the issue is not helping people getting started to get started with entrepreneurship or giving people the confidence to actually launch their business, even though that, that is something that I definitely work with and I'm not minimizing that. But I can tell you that I see more people actually with the confidence to get started and then something not going well, and then them having to refine the courage and the confidence to continue to work at a business or work a business, knowing that they did not bring forth the results that they wanted to initially with the first business venture. 
And so a lot of people are ashamed, like I mentioned, and they don't share transparency and they're not being honest. And the truth is they don't realize how powerful the fact that they were able to continue on the journey and not allow that to stop them really is. The third point that I wanna move on to is teach through testimony. So a lot of times, you know, I don't know if you've been uh, in a situation where you have heard people talk about what other people have experienced. All they talk about is other people's experiences and they really don't have any true experiences of their own to talk about. So you may be in conversation and you may be talking about, hey, you know, I'm really interested in buying a house. And here this person comes and they're like, well, when my friend bought a house, this is what she went through. Or when my dad first bought his house, this is what he said. Or, you know, when my cousin bought their house, they told me. And then you move on to another topic. Well, I'm really considering taking out a business loan. And then they come out and they don't have a business of their own, but they're constantly talking about, you know, well, my, my cousin took out a business loan and this is what she said happened. And then my friend took out a business loan. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's anything right or wrong about those type of people or those conversations. But I'm saying that a lot of times we've all experienced people that have talked about other people's experiences because they don't have too many experiences of their own in the certain categories that you're talking about. And they may not have any experiences of their, you know, too many experiences of their own in general. And so they're always relying on someone else's testimony or someone else's story to further prove a point. And it becomes a point where you have to decide which type of person you want to be. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with sharing other people's testimonies or stories, not saying that at all. I actually encourage to share others' testimonies by sharing this podcast, so I'm not against that. But I'm trying to paint a picture here that there are some people that have lived their life strictly through other people, and they have not given themselves the opportunity to experience life. Maybe it's because of fear. Maybe it's because they feel like they can't do certain things. Maybe it's because of a lack of self-esteem. There's a lot of different factors that goes into why people don't live life how they want to or embark on their journeys. Lots of different reasons as to why. We're not gonna get too you know, deep into that in this episode. But I'm not sure about you, but I know when I encounter people like that, I'm, I'm, I'm in the back of my mind, I'm wanting to speak with the people they're talking about. So if I'm interested in buying a certain home in this area and you're telling me six people that did it and what they said to you, my mind is going to go to, well, I wanna talk to one of those six people. I wanna hear it from their mouth. I wanna see exactly what they went through. Because as we all know, the more that you hear different stories and the more the stories or testimonies are passed from one person to another, sometimes things can change not even necessarily intentionally, but things can change, we're human. So you may hear something that they didn't mean to say a certain way, or you may have forgotten that they said this or whatever the case may be, but it wasn't your experience. So a lot of times people are going to wanna hear it straight from the horse's mouth. I wanna hear what happened when they started a business and took out a business loan from their mouth because they went through it. I wanna hear what happened when they purchased their home because it came from their, you know, their experience. I want to hear it from their mouth. A lot of people have that same analogy and they're wanting to be taught through your testimony, not necessarily through someone else telling them what you went through or someone else explaining to you or to them what it looks like you went through or what it looks like you overcame, but actually you being able to explain step by step and fill in the gaps and answer questions that they may have 
as far as how you were able to do X, Y, and Z. There were a lot of people that came into my salon, for example. There are people that I used to work with in my salon. And although they can share their experiences from the outside looking in, because they, you know, they're, they're not inside of me, they can talk about what they experienced. But as far as them sharing my testimony, why I did certain things, what I went through personally, they can't do, not in the aspect that I can. So when I would write my story on different platforms, when I would share my story on different platforms, there was power in that and value in that because it came from the horse's mouth, so to speak. So a lot of times people don't realize that you can teach through your testimony. You can talk about what you've gone through and you can talk about the lessons that you learned and there's value in that because a lot of times people are intrigued, like I mentioned before, and also they want to learn, they wanna know. But the point is a lot of people want to be taught through your testimony. They wanna actually hear advice from someone that went through what they're going through or what they're trying to go through or what maybe they don't wanna go through. Now, the fourth point that I wanna go over is being transparent helps to build your following, which is really important to capitalizing on your business experiences. Because a lot of times, some of the ways that we capitalize on business experiences are through social media. Ebooks, like I mentioned before, podcasts, YouTube videos, different posts, TikToks. There are so many ways now that you can literally make money from the convenience of your home or from your phone through the following that you have built via social media. And although there's different ways that you can buy followers, I always discourage people against it because it may look like on the outside that you're getting a lot of engagement or that you have people that are interested in what you're doing, but looks can be deceiving and you're not really building your following around people that are really falling in love or falling intrigued with your journey and your testimony, people that are really interested in what you're talking about. And so you may notice the inconsistency with your website traffic, for example. You may have X amount of followers and based on the followers that you have, you're expecting this many visits on your website, but you're not seeing it because those followers aren't really your audience. They don't really care about what you're talking about. They were paid or they're fake. And, and, and you know, you're building your following off of that. But when you build your following off of being transparent, whether you build it slow or not, you're building it around a community of people that wanna hear what you have to talk about, that are interested in your story, that want to learn more about what you have to teach, that want to talk about the inspiration or hear about different stories that inspired them that you've gone through, that wanna hear your perspective. So be transparent and being transparent comes with a sense of vulnerability knowing that people are going to have something to say. Not everyone's going to agree with what you decide to do nor what you say. But your testimony isn't for anyone's approval. I'm not sharing my story for anyone to say, yes, Brittany, that's right. <laughs> what you said was completely accurate. I'm sharing my story to number one, tell others what I've gone through in hopes that it helps someone else. And then number two, to also share different tips and advice and different lessons that I've learned based on what I've gone through and based on what I have helped others get through as well. Some of the information that I share is firsthand experience. Some is secondhand, 
But like I said before, a lot of people are more intrigued with what I personally went through than anything else. Is that saying that you shouldn't take anyone else's experiences or tips to heart and, and share it with others if it's going to help them? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a lot of times the experience that you're embarrassed about going through is the experience that can definitely put you in a different position business-wise and also personal-wise because you're opening up, you're being relatable, you're being transparent, and you're helping others while you're doing it. The last point that I want to touch on is you took the first step, which is inspiring to so many. So like I mentioned before, just because you started something and it ended or you started something and it didn't pick up pace as fast as you wanted it to, or you started something and it didn't end how you wanted it to end, does not mean at all that your story is in vain. Doesn't mean that what you went through isn't important. Doesn't mean that there's not a lesson to be learned with what you've done. Doesn't mean that people won't pay to hear what you've experienced. You took the first step. A lot of times we don't, we're not good at giving ourselves a pat on the back. We're not good at telling ourselves job well done. We're not good at telling ourselves we're proud. I'm, you know, I'm proud of you. We're not good at telling ourselves positive things, period. We are our worst critics at times. And I'm not saying allow yourself to just skirt through life and give yourself unnecessary passes or don't allow yourself to take accountability. But I am saying that for certain things in your life that you have overcome, certain things that you have started, take a level of confidence and take a level of gratitude and a level of giving yourself the proper props and accolades so that you can mentally understand that what you did was something that actually took a lot of courage. What you did was something that took research for a lot of us. What you did was something that took investing. What you did was something that was very bold and brave. And so once we can put it in perspective in our minds, it's going to help us be able to see more opportunities. When we're constantly downing ourselves and constantly mad about how something didn't turn out how we anticipated, a lot of times we're blocking our blessings, so to speak. We're looking at the experience in a way that's not too positive. Instead of saying, it's something I tried, it's something I went for, no, it didn't work how I wanted it to work, but there's still opportunity in that experience. There's opportunity for me to write an ebook and for me to share with others what I've learned. There's opportunity for me to create a YouTube video and for me to monetize that video and that experience. There is opportunity in me being able to talk to my neighbor and help them get motivated through what helped me get motivated. There's power in my testimony. There's so much that I can do. And when we allow ourselves to be human and realize that we're not going to ace every single thing, there are gonna be some things that we fall short at. There are gonna be some things that didn't happen as we intended, but it's about how creative can we be to bounce back? What are we gonna do next? How can we keep moving forward? And once we have those ideas, that's going to further help you capitalize off of the experiences that you've gone through. There's nothing wrong with getting paid for telling your story. So when entrepreneurs ask me, how can I make more money? That is a way that you can do that. 
by sharing what you've gone through, what you've learned, giving different advice and tips. So I really hope that this podcast episode spoke to someone out there. Like I say in every episode, I don't want this podcast episode to end. If you would like to be a guest on the Brittany Bundles podcast, please reach out to me via email. My email address is the letter B, talks, T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. Please follow me on social media. I am on Instagram at Brittany underscore bundles. That is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y underscore bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Facebook, Brittany Bundles, YouTube, Brittany Bundles, and Twitter, Brittany Bundles. Until next time, I'll talk to you all in the next podcast episode.